0: It goes without saying that COVID-19 has changed the world that you and I live in. But what about everyone else? What about missionaries? Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Speak. Welcome, Pastor. Welcome. Thank you very much. So the goal today, uh, as we've been planning for this, is to kind of broaden our perspective and to um, maybe have a look around the world and see what's going on and how what we're going through is affecting other folks. So tell us what we have in store today.
1: All right. You've already said ably um, in your introduction that COVID-19 has been a game changer Mm -hmm. for obviously, not just affecting our individual lives, but also how we do church. Um, And uh, I personally, with the amount of interaction that we have with churches, especially in the United States, Mm -hmm. um, as someone that, that doesn't live in the United States, from a Canadian perspective, it has been very interesting to me to see how The uh, conversation has unfolded around the effect and response of the church to the COVID-19 crisis. So today, we're actually wanting to take that even a bit farther, and we have a very special guest with us on Kingdom Speak today, and that is Bishop Brad Lambeth, all the way from Brazil. That's right. Is with us. Today. Bishop, we are so glad that you joined us today.
2: Wow. Good to see you again, Pastor. Good to see you again. God bless. They uh our our families go go way
1: back. Our churches have been um connected intimately over the years, and I want you to know that's been an honor for us. And um I have said this to you personally, and I've said this. In conversations with many others, I believe that the Apostolic Churches of Brazil are some of the finest, mm-hmm. uh, and they exemplify uh, the truest, the truest form of Apostolic missions work. And so, I've had the privilege to visit a number of times, and um, we just we we really appreciate you taking time. I know that this year is a big year for y'all.
2: Yes. It's 50 years of missionary work
0: in Brazil. Wow. That's a, that's a long 50 time. years.
2: 50, a long time. Long time. 1970. Years. March the 17th, 1970 was the first official uh, business meeting that we have registered. Wow.
1: And well, and who was at that business meeting?
2: <laughs> um, all are dead except... For one person. All of them are dead except for one person. But we were planning to have celebration of fifty years on March the seventeenth.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And coronavirus canceled us out.
0: Wow. Oh, tell us about so, that. We don't know what that is here.
2: Coronavirus.
0: In we've
1: never heard of that.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. It's a little it's a little bug that travels <laughs> All right. from the sole of your feet even to the breathing of your nostrils. It doesn't really matter. It's gonna get you Either way. Is it a
1: Portuguese bug?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but it is also. It speaks Portuguese also. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh,
1: scenes that yes, we brought up, up the American uh church and, and, and the view and how they've handled it. I think their president says it's a Chinese bug, so
2: Yes. Yeah. But you know, interesting, Pastor McKillop, just like the word Jesus is basically pronounced the same way around the world. Mm-hmm. Coronaviruses, too.
0: Go figure. Wow. Very interesting.
2: Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Very interesting.
1: So um, many of us, myself included, okay, so our, our church has got a few campuses. Um, one of them is in Maine, so mm-hmm. it is demanded. Another one is in Ontario, so it is demanded that our church um, and us in leadership have had to process different regulations that affect the churches differently. Um, I can't imagine. I believe I believe that you've said that you have churches in 12 different states
2: I'd have Brazil. to go back and add it up, but I didn't know it's 11 at least, and probably 12. I'd have to go back and add them up. But every state, every city where all of our churches are located, every one of them have different rules and regulations. Mm-hmm concerning wow. coronavirus, every one of them, wow. Not, no exception. Every one of them are different.
1: Wow, wow.
2: So I have been reading, I have been reading law until I'm cross-eyed for the last <laughs> 35 days.
1: Uh, you would have to be, yeah. absolutely. What is the most lenient restrictions?
2: That's a good question. Um, it varies, that, that's a good question. I'm trying to think quickly which would be the most lenient city, probably the most lenient city would be up in the mountains where there's a lot of industry, and so there's a lot of financial and economical pressure in a city called Caxias do Sul. The first city, or the the last city to close down was in a city called Igrejinha, which is translated a little town or a little church rather. so so what does it, it, what it does ch-
1: what does church look like in those cities are they allowed to meet at well, all
2: no we have not had a church meeting at, since
1: since the inception. march
2: the 15th or whatever so okay, none no of your church churches meeting. zero zero wow. this is a brazilian signal right here for zero zero okay zero <laughs> So So I guess that's the
1: real, that's the real question. Um, I know that many people feel that Canada is socialist. It's really not in in contrast uh, with our American friends. We are much more socialistic in our tendencies, so we don't have a constitutional right to assemble. Uh, we have no first amendment, no second amendment. Uh, I've, I've had this conversation with a number of dear friends from uh, the states, and I've let them know, I don't have a Statue of Liberty, and I've got nothing that is defending me. We have a Charter of Rights and Freedoms, we enjoy religious freedoms, but um, I had no other option but to shut down. So talk to us a little bit about, um, you've already referenced that you've had no church services, so this is demanded that the church adapt, that we approach it differently. So how is this affecting mission work? How is it affecting it on the ground? How is it affecting it with how it inter uh, interacts with your supporters? Because, I mean, you, you can't
2: leave the country. You can't—neither can I. So you're wanting me to answer that question in 30 seconds or less? Yes. Uh, yeah, basically— <laughs> <laughs> have you got cue cards you can flash, flash up?
1: <laughs> We didn't uh, say
2: it was gonna be easy. I know that. So I see Brother Derek, so I see. Yeah. Um
1: Hey, in addition to this, I know this from our off camera conversations. You personally have been quarantined, right? To yes. your house for thirty five yes. days or because of your age
2: days. and mm-hmm. yeah. thirty-five days our town where we're at is one of the most stricter or the strictest at that time okay um and on the other hand they have the less least number of coronavirus victims of the south so you know go figure um back to your question the the um the face of missionary work has completely changed mm-hmm. and it has changed forever it has changed forever well, it will not you don't it see it never, ever reverse it will never be the same again it will never reverse to be the same and we could go the conversation all kinds of ways you you take your pick. one of the things for example one of the things that we've picked up which um, it may this may not last forever but it's a battle that we're fighting we have felt a huge spirit of fear coming over Brazil. Not only does it affect Brazil in general, it affects church people also in the sense that they become quote-unquote fearful of the idea of going back to church Mm -hmm. because the spin that has been given to them is that you can be contaminated at any place, especially churches. And so, the, the, the answer that we had to our churches being closed down was going to Zoom, going to virtual churches. Uh, and we've, we've been successful at it. We've been successful at it. And thanks to our partnership with the Brethren, you all in Canada, we, we've been successful. Uh, We were ahead of the pack. We already had our ducks in a row. We were already, however, however, the road back from virtual to analog church is a huge challenge Uh in face of fear factors, for example, in face of crowd uh, control, in face Uh of social distancing, which can also become spiritual distancing. Oh, uh, very good. Um, you
1: know, I, I, example, I had a discussion for, about for, for, that very thing earlier today, mm. and uh, I, I think the implications of that are deeper than just the regulations on this oh, virus. Yes. Oh, yes,
2: but I'll, it's give, you, very I'll much, give you an example of that. Go ahead. Get, let me give you an example of that. Um, in one of our cities called Santa Maria, uh, they issued the decree, you know, you can do this, you can do that and all this and all this. So for us to open our church in Santa Maria, this is what we're gonna have to do. Number one, we're gonna have to have a guy at the front door that is sort of a like a nightclub guard. In other words, you can't go in unless you have a mask on and you can't go in unless you wash your hands with uh, with alcohol. Once you get past that, then he counts how many people are in the building, and the building cannot hold over 20 people. Once you get past that, when you get in the building, you cannot sit any closer to someone other than six feet to eight feet away. Once you get past that, everyone has to keep their mask on, including the pastor. If you should decide, you have to go up to go to the bathroom. You go and go to the bathroom. Someone has to accompany you, and when you leave out of the bathroom, this person has to go in and disinfect the whole bathroom per time that it's used. Wow. The, the decree says only in emergencies. Once you get past all of that, the decree specifically says... It's against the law for the pastor to put his hands on the person's head. So we're talking about spiritual distancing, and not wow. only social distancing. Now we can talk all night long. I've got. Wow. I can talk with you all night long. We can spin off into what. Uh, let's go for it.
1: Wow. Okay. So let's let, let's follow up with that. What. Okay. <sighs> And maybe this is premature. What's the what's the response of the church to that to, to that regulation of don't put your hands on their head?
2: Well, that's the only city that has that. That's okay. the only city. Like I said, I spent thirty-five days and I'm still doing it four or five hours a day. Um, that's the only city that has that. Consequently, we refuse to open our church there. Mm-hmm. We've refused. We we've turned it down. It's it's not that they forced us to open. It's the fact we decided not to open. So we have gone strictly house meetings, um, which has its advantages and disadvantages. Really, Pastor McKillop, what is happening in 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 the in in the real world? Coronavirus is, is forcing us and you also to rethink what our church buildings are going to be used for in the future, how we are going mm-hmm. to use them in the future. That's the big question. So we've got we've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in buildings which will not necessarily be fully used for a long time. Right. Can we face that? Can we adjust to that? That's the big question.
1: Again, especially when you look at it through the eyes of okay, so what what would be what would be the downfall for an apostolic church of brazil to resist the ordinances and just go ahead and have church what 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 does what's the outcome of that position or response
2: um in brazil you could be taken to jail, basically, without um, without having a court hearing until everything is settled down. Technically, that could happen. Uh, another factor would be uh, the social, the the, the 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 social. How can I put it? the neighborhood raising up against the church. Yes, right. Okay.
1: The social backlash is severe. Yes,
2: yes. Which they're the ones that go on Facebook, you know, and say, hey, they're holding service here next door, you know, where are the cops at and all that kind of stuff. Mm, Okay. Which in turn would push us into another law, which uh, is not very much used, but it's very much on the books in the sense that, Churches in Brazil can only exist if the neighborhood accepts the church in the neighborhood. Wow. Okay. Really? That's not very much used, but it is a current law. So, if you go and hold services, and you know the backlash, using your word, you know the the, the guys going on Facebook, you know, and all this, and so they come out and they put the yellow tape on the door. You know, that this building cannot be opened. What would eventually happen would be that we would not be able to reopen without the neighborhood accepting us with a registered vote. And because we sort of be the fly in their ointment, there were the ones that brought coronavirus into their neighborhood, or so they would say. They would not grant the permission, and we'd have a building that could never again be used as a church. Wow. So wow.
0: what's so what's so that the strategy, to be
2: that, sir?
0: So what's the strategy to deal with that? You like talk a little more about the non-traditional role of the church, and do you think that's a Uh, And do you think that impedes your progress or do you see opportunities there?
2: I see both. Um, I see opportunity and I see that if we don't adjust the way that we need to adjust, I think we're going to, I think we're going to face major problems. Um, One of the, one of the answers to that is we have tried and strived to stay under the radar um, in the sense of, not-in-your-face kind of church, Mm -hmm. but uh, excuse me, catch me if you can kind of an attitude. Does that make sense to you? Sure, sure. So we're we're moving more toward a mobile church setup where we are, even as I speak now, we have not had any services, but we are under the radar testing the waters with prayer services, uh, with quiet groups, hiding the cars down the block. Uh, We're going to be holding a service on Saturday at a used car lot. And the reason why we're going to use car lot is because any cars that show up they will be part of the car lot of cars being sold, uh-huh. and we will be holding service in their repair garage or their repair building. So
1: now you're doing that because of a connection with the owner.
0: Yes.
2: Okay. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: So you got to put some thought yeah. into it.
2: Yeah, you got to. You got to. You got to. You got to plan it out. <laughs>
1: You know, I, I've had this conversation repeatedly. I never really felt from the beginning that coronavirus was per se an attack against the church, but what I have said is that I believe it has provided a handle yes. for those that hate the church. That, it that,
2: includes the church. It includes exactly.
1: the church. Exactly. And so now it's it becoming includes. persecution. Mm-hmm. It's it it's, includes uh, the it's church. It's maybe an unintended yeah. consequence, or it maybe mm-hmm. it was the intended consequence, but we're dealing with it. I can tell you this, for example, uh they just started to re- to relinquish that we could have a drive in
2: service. All right. You're talking about New Brunswick.
1: I'm talking about New Brunswick right now.
2: Okay. We can't.
1: So, but, but let's listen to the terms.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. You have to clean okay. the bathrooms every five minutes. Okay. Yeah, it's another on. one of them deals.
1: So okay. it comes out in the press release. We are now allowing religious gatherings to oh, church.
2: Yeah. We love you guys. We oh love yeah. You guys.
1: The big, yeah, you know, the ecumenical embrace of the politicians, mm-hmm. the fine print, the bureaucratic fine print says no more than 50 cars service can't last more than an hour and singing is not advised well what is that it's it's better for wow. us to stay in our on in our online platform mm-hmm. than it is to accept that so um you know it's like we're in this in this dance with the devil so to speak and I'm, I'm not it
2: is very but, well put you very know, well put.
1: Not every not every step of relinquishing or relaxing the restriction is, in fact, relaxing it. So, uh, that that that's that's what we're dealing with.
2: Yeah, and um, and I believe, Pastor McKillop, that it is our responsibility to find the answers. I think that God has. Capacitated, if that's the right English word, I, I, I think there is an answer to be found. And uh, I think that even forums and formats such as we are on right now would have the objective of peeking somebody else's mind and their sure. thoughts. And maybe they, let me help you all out. Maybe they put in the commentaries down below, you know, some new ideas, you know. There subscribe, we go. Boost us up. Boost subscribe, us. Subscribe. <laughs> hit the little bell. <laughs>
1: you don't even point over your shoulder or down. or yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you see. You so you see, don't just man. speak
1: Portuguese. You also speak spot, uh, sign language.
2: Yes, I do.
1: <laughs> We've learned that this
2: means Zero. This, this means, means subscribe. Mm-hmm, this- <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. There you All right, go, go ahead. There I'm sorry. Go. Keep talking. But it's, um, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, 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 we're living in horrible times. And I do believe, I do believe with a sincere heart, I do believe that if we can overcome these obstacles, if we can live in the current moment, which means the current moment means we basically work in virtual. Mm-hmm. The next current moment may be we've got to get away from that and go to a mobile church. I think that God will mm-hmm. enable us to flow with the tide even though it may be a rip tide. I think God will give us Hallelujah. He oh, will yeah. give us the the, the, the capacity of being able to answer to each need according to that exact moment. You do realize, you do realize, for example, that on the day of Pentecost, um, the, uh, the upper room, I was there 20 years ago, if that really was the upper room, quote, unquote, you know, it may have been a tourist trap for all that I know. Um, and so I was there, and it would be tight, looking at it from a missionary viewpoint, it would be tight for um, 120 people to be there, but they were comfortable and things were going good. And lo and behold, they hear noise outside the window and they step out. And lo and behold, there's thousands of people outside clamoring to hear what's going on and to listen to the preaching. So in one day's time, in one day's time, that church building became obsolete for them in one day's time that building became obsolete for them
0: they did going not back. sir
2: wow. Huh? wow wow sir yeah and and so it became obsolete wow and and at the same time that's when in acts 2 they went from the house to house and that's when persecution began showing up and they already had the system in place moving away from buildings to house to house. And in the end, this is not really good news for any of us, in the end, they never went back to buildings.
1: Wow. Wow. So, You know, I've, I've, I've said this. I don't, pardon me if I'm bringing this up and we've already discussed it. I don't think we did. But I think Paul is a a perfect example of a ministry that adapted repeatedly. Uh, I, I don't believe that Paul's, I don't believe Paul's approach when speaking to Agrippa was the same as when he was speaking in the Colosseum. What wow. was the same when he was speaking aboard a ship that's mm. going through a storm. And it for sure was not the same as when he was in jail. Wow. So the, the message, the message stayed the same, but the medium had to continually adapt to, to where the man's ministry was.
2: Okay, let me ask you a question. You're the you're the you're the No host no no no, no. I'm
1: supposed to ask questions.
2: Oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh man. Do you think do you think do you think that the church as we know it is doing is is adapting in the way you just described Paul or do you think that we're way at the backfield?
1: I can speak for me personally. My fear okay. is that I'm behind the game, and and, and I have no of us. I have no hidden agendas. I, I, I have no, mm-hmm. uh, but my fear is, and it and my prayer is that you know when they look at at us, our our premier said this um, last week, no major gatherings for the rest of this year. Okay, now there's hope. There's hope that that can change. But that's quite a statement. That that affects that affects the future of my church, for not my church, God's church, but you get the idea. It, mm-hmm. it, it affects the future of the church I pastor for the next eight months.
2: If, if, if. Yeah. Here in Brazil, what they've been doing is giving out these laws every 15 days. And so what they're doing is is twisting the screw slowly every 15 days, and so you don't feel the full impact. In Brazil, yeah. they wouldn't do what they, you just did. They would tell you, say, "Well, for the next 15 days," and so when the 15 days come due, they'll do another 15 days until you're at the end of the year. So maybe your premier is better because he was up front with it all.
1: Yeah, that's for that's a discussion for a future podcast.
2: But okay, okay, okay.
1: When it comes to how do we respond? Um, I, part of what we're doing right now is a feeble attempt at trying to adapt. Sorry. Okay. I, last year this time, I'm flying back and forth to the to the U.S. and I'm preaching at meetings and I'm participating. This very week, I was supposed to be in Virginia uh, for a meeting. So
2: what? I was supposed to be preaching there last night. And they put you in my place last night. Uh Uh-oh. That shows you how I rank in Pentecost.
1: All right. With that. um, Yeah, we're (laughs) going to wrap this show up. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the record's sake, he preached there last Wednesday.
2: Yeah, so I was, was just doing mop up for him. That was pre conference. Yeah. That was pre conference. Um, so you you know you another take another that. We're
1: supposed to be with Elder Lawhorn this week
2: for his meeting, and but, now. But 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 let me ask you another question. Let me ask you another question. You said, so you say I'm taking over the hostship of the of the program. Yeah. But okay. You see, when you invite me on, I mess up all of y'all's format. It, it Everything gets messed up. That's all right. it, We're does rolling bring, with it, it. does bring in subscribers. They will They will come in to listen. Okay. To We're going you know, right, to hold you do it. To a lunatic. Right. We're going to gonna watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you said, this time last year I was flying back and forth and this and that. You have a very powerful ministry, Pastor McKillop. You've been a blessing to us in Brazil in a unique and unusual way. Okay. So. That medium and that format and that channel has been completely cut off. You are mm. completely cut off. Okay. Uh, and I am too, for that matter. For sure. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, so you're saying that the, your podcast is an attempt or an effort to fill the gap. Okay.
1: Yeah, let me be clear on that. Not to fill a, 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 a gap with trying to. Pastor, the world—it's just. Yeah, understand. It's just I understand. another.
2: I don't know if others do, but I do.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just another attempt at man. Can we somehow? Yeah. Okay, mm. let me just say this, and I want to hear what you're saying. So, I apologize
2: for <clears throat> for jumping. I on don't know you. if I can remember what I was going to say, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, a lot of venues that God used to encourage the body of Christ to give direction, to speak, are now silenced right now. So does that mean they weren't really necessary? Or does that Ooh. mean we have to adapt?
2: Go ahead. That's, you just took my breath away, but that, that's, that's, that's the way I would look at it. So I guess the question I was trying to bounce back onto you, if that channel is closed, and we're sort of back to what we talked about three or four minutes ago, are we justifying our place under the sun or in God's mm. plan in finding alternative means of doing what, in my opinion, needs to be done? There needs to be a voice out, not only in Canada, but in the U.S., not only U.S., in Brazil, in Brazil, Africa, it doesn't matter. We need a, we need a solid voice. The voices have been closed off, turned off. So what do we do to fill the gap? For a whole year is what you're saying? Exactly. Canada closed off for a whole year? Yeah,
1: that, thats what I'm saying. You know, so for us to think, and, and I, these are—I'm not asking these with answers in mind. These are questions. Mm-hmm. For me to think that the body of Christ will not feel the impact of silenced voices, because I'm telling mm-hmm. you, my church, my church—I I feel I got to qualify that again. Not my, but where mm-hmm. I pastor. Okay, that group of people. Is a composite of your voice and your ministry, and this other ministry and this ministry. It's not just mine, but right now there's a high possibility that we won't have our youth conference this year, that we won't have our power conference this year. So, what am I doing? We, we've got to adapt to that.
2: And some you can't do the drive-ins. You can't do the drive-ins. At least not. <laughs> Thanks now. for
0: reminding us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Y'all got the parking lot, right? You got the equipment.
0: We got everything.
2: You just don't. You got everything except for the premier's approval authorization. Yeah. yeah. As if, as if, as if, and again, that's another problem. As if, as if, politics and government is beginning to take over the spiritual end of church. That is extremely dangerous.
1: Oh, very. Hmm. And at some point, at some point,
2: we're going to have to take a stand.
1: We are going to have to. And that's why I I appreciate the courage of some that have taken a stand in in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So this is not about trying to send coded messages. Mm -hmm. At some point, if God tarries, we're all going to need a boatload of courage.
2: Very much. And. And according to Hebrews 11, not all of us are guaranteed escape routes. Hmm. And not having guaranteed escape routes, in other words, there will not always be a miracle to rescue us from the tyranny, if that's the right word, of, of, hmm. of whatever, whatever. And so are we willing, are we willing to suffer for Christ, as Paul did, you've already mentioned Paul, are we willing to go to that extreme, knowing that we are destined to failure? Jeremiah was a failure, Jeremiah was a failure, if you look at it. there's not one answer not one positive answer that was given to jeremiah there's not one church that raised up from the rumble there's not one group of people that say hey we're going to stand for god for the rest of our lives oh there were a little bit of you know a little bit of rain here and there you know of of hope but in the end it ended on are we willing to go to that extreme
1: right oh uh and and we're gonna we're just gonna have to have another podcast
2: you see, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm I, you see, you yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, I see. Yeah.
1: Let me just yeah. ask yeah. you this, because one thing I'm uh, not. Wait
2: just a second. I don't know okay. if y'all want to record this or not, but one of my ear pods fell on the floor. Do I pick it up? Or do <laughs> we can we just- cut
0: to commercial. You go ahead and pick that up. <laughs> go ahead and pick it up. Oh, this
2: is great. <laughs> you never thought that would be recorded either, yeah. did you?
1: <laughs> yeah, this will be good for our behind the scenes.
2: And we just lost
0: a subscriber or two right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is fun, man. This is fun. Go good for times. It. Yeah, good times.
0: So,
1: so by by nature, I am not a pessimistic person. So I do not want this to come across this way. I'm, okay. I'm concerned, and I feel the the, the pressure of needing to make the right calls and lead the church through this this, this perilous, unprecedented time. Okay. But yet, I'm, I'm telling you, we have witnessed, and I know that you have, God doing unprecedented mm-hmm. stuff. Wow. Woo. Unprecedented stuff that my comfort zone wishes it was happening with hundreds of people. In, in the sanctuary on the other side of this wall. Mm-hmm. But boy, I don't, want, I don't want to toss up what he's doing with just the desire to get back to, to my comfort zone. So I see opportunities. I see tremendous kingdom opportunities in this. Can you just give us a couple-minute wrap-up, and then we'll, we'll have to come back and do another another recording here. But are you witnessing that?
2: Oh yes, oh yes, 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 yes. It's it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. In 35, 40 days, the way of us looking at, I feel chill bumps, the way of us looking at revival has completely changed. Mm. We always saw revival as visitors coming to church and then Mm. who came to the altar, got the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, amen. We are now seeing people Getting the Holy Ghost in unusual places. Yes. We are seeing people being baptized in unusual ways, and we are seeing miracles that normally would not qualify for miracles as they as we traditionally see them. You know, oh, I, I had you know, oh, I you know, I had a, a a toothache and it disappeared. We're seeing other kinds of miracles of people being. Uh, being converted and being changed this, this, let me, let me give you an example. Let me give, this is something completely unheard of. Um, and I'm trying to close, but it's your program. So let's just roll the tape all the way. Who cares,
1: well, you go know? ahead. You've been asking the questions anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all will have me back because I'm one of those guys yeah, that turned right. the whole spectrum upside down. Um, yeah. But the, the, this, this let's see, what is today? Today's Thursday. Um, last night, last night, it, it, I get lost in time now, but last night, John John called me up. He said, I'm fixing to baptize a woman. The very same thing happened that happened in Belize, you know, didn't have the water in the tank because the building's been closed down all this time sure. and to keep the mosquitoes from getting in and all that kind of stuff. And so this woman that was baptized, who was baptized in, in 14 inches of water, you know, with Jessica holding the woman's feet, she's sitting flat on the floor and pushing her level flat and you know, that that kind of baptism. This woman that was baptized, she's never ever been in an apostolic service oh, in her life. Wow. Never, ever been. And she heard about, we have a sign in front of the church. If you want to watch our services, Zoom, you know, this is that and this and that. And she connected in. Mm. And when she connected in, she says, I want to know more about this. John John went to her house with Jessica. She came here and John John gave her some. And John John had a secret, quote unquote, prayer service with just five or ten people. Mm. The woman got the Holy Ghost. And she asked to be baptized. She said, I want to be baptized. Never, ever in her life has she ever, yet to this moment, ever been in a service, she's never heard the choir sing, she's never heard a preacher preach behind a pulpit, she's never heard musicians praising God and jumping up and down, she's never seen any of that, and yet God filled her with the Holy Ghost, and yet she she was baptized in Jesus' name, and yet there's something. I don't know how we're gonna administer all this, I don't know where God has taken us, but I'm promising you something. There's something special in the air there's uh, something there's something special in the air there's something going on there's something going on and I want to make sure that I'm in the right place doing the right thing when Jesus gets ready to just pull it everything out. God bless you man
1: wow 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 bishop we're gonna we're gonna talk more about this but the one thing that I do we want do talk know more
2: about it I want to tell you what I want to talk about. Okay. The next time we come on, I want to talk about what went on in the book of Acts. I want to talk about instead of the coronavirus, I want to talk about revival virus and I would like to find in the Bible with you patient 0 of Holy Ghost.
1: All right. Man, we just we just got our own lead
0: in for and the next podcast. He's recording his own promos. <laughs>
2: I'm excited about what God's doing, man.
0: Wow, what an episode with missionary Brad Lambeth. We hope you certainly enjoyed that. It was tremendous here, recording. So thanks again for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to us right now. Check us out. That's right. Bishop Lambeth is gonna be proud of me for giving another promo on the show. (laughs) So the good news is we're coming back with another episode with missionary Brad Lambeth, so you're gonna wanna check that out. We'll catch you again next time on Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop.